you just are going to stress yourself out so much. If you stay super rigid, you can have rhythms throughout your day and things that you know you need to do or that you want to spend time in, but it's okay if those things happen out of order or if you let something go for a day and come back to it. Um, That's why I love the word rhythm instead of even routine. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world. Well, welcome back to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. My name is Austin Savage. I'm here with my good friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarco, and we are glad that you're here. Kelsey, we're in kind of a weird mood today, per <laughs> usual. I forgot what our show was called uh, as we first started trying to do the intro. Uh, we've just been, I don't know, talking about random stuff. And it's been, you know what? Those are my favorite days at, they are. in our company, I feel like. They are fun. <laughs> I feel like we have like the holiday like hustle coming on. Of just we do. Feeling all the feels. Yeah, right at the beginning, which it was way too early for this to be coming on. I feel like because we still yes, have November third, like four weeks until any mm. holiday. But it is what it is. How are you today? I'm doing well. We had a really good day at home. We went to the library, went That's to the fun. grocery store. I mean, we are just living the dream over here. <laughs> I do not know the last time I have gone to a library, and it kind of makes me sad. Oh man, they're the best. Yeah. We we literally checked out like 45 books. It was I saw your receipt. It was on extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's but they're crazy. free. So is there I actually don't know this. Is there a limit on how many it books depends. you can check out? It depends okay. on the library. Is there we yours? have a we have a much better library now that we moved. <laughs> okay. So we have all the freedom in the world. This library doesn't do fines. That's a new thing that, that libraries are moving towards. Libraries all, yeah, all yeah. across the country. I love it because I I'm the worst with library fines. Okay. Really funny story. Fun fact. The day. So our old library by our old house, we Mm -hmm. paid fines all the time. It was ridiculous. (laughs) You would think I would learn. I didn't. (laughs) But the weekend we moved to our new house, they sent an email saying, guess what? We're going to do away with fines. And I was like, are you kidding me? The weekend I moved. Yeah. I know. I just thought it was Did you have any fines at that time that were like erased. I I did have one book that we had like not been able to find and we found it when we moved our furniture. And I was like, Uh, here you go. Have your book back and I don't need to pay you anything. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I would be bad at that too. Honestly, what I would get into is I would check out a book and then I just would forget to read it. And then I would just have to take it back and not have read it. I don't understand this about you. (laughs) I can't stop reading once I get a book. But I will say most of the fines are because of my children. You know, they put a book somewhere under their bed and then we forget about it. Totally. Life goes on. It is so weird. Kids find the craziest places to hide stuff. (laughs) Seriously. It's nuts. We've been, uh, what our son has been taking the, uh, what is that called? Tape measure. Mm -hmm. And he would, he just hides it in his toy room. And we like have searched for it. Like, literally for like you know we've spent like 10 15 minutes looking for it and we can't find it and then he comes home and we hear him playing with it in the toy room like the minute he comes he home, knew where he it knew was. exactly where it was but then when we ask him he's like i don't know <laughs> that was smart <laughs> i love it it's so crazy okay so your story actually leads us in perfectly to our this or that today so Ooh, okay i am excited about this one we were going to include it in our whatever rapid, rapid fire episode mm-hmm. we did for episode six, 
but I was like, I feel like Kelsey will be passionate about this one. So, <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see. Okay. We're gonna see what happens. So, this or that, books or movies. Oh, it's a really good thing you did not include this in the rapid fire because it wouldn't have <laughs> worked <you>. out. <laughs> books, a hundred percent. Why? Always. Tell me all about it because this is very interesting to me. Okay. Well, first of all, it's just better for you. I mean, I know I was a teacher, so I have some bias here, but it's just so much more when you like read the story and you can imagine it in your own mind and you get Mm -hmm. to like add all your own details to it. That does not mean I don't love to watch movies. I do. Yeah. I I get bored sometimes. Movies are a little long for me. I like a good 45 minute show. Interesting. It depends on the movie. Books are not too long for you. (laughs) Well, no, because you can just put it down whenever you want. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're not like I'm yeah. a big stickler on I love both, but I'm a really big stickler on you have to watch, read the book before you watch the movie. We're okay. reading Charlotte's Web right now, like as a like mm-hmm. I read it to my kids in the morning before we start school. And we have like five chapters left and then we can watch the movie. So it's kind yeah. of a fun treat when we're done. That is completely fair. <laughs> and I figured that was gonna be your answer. <laughs> I think the craziest thing is I see you post like books you're reading all the time. And I'm like, how do you read so many books? I just like I can't. I like, okay, the idea of reading and the experience of reading. I like, I have the imagination and, and oh, I love yeah. it, especially with um, like, I, I do like reading fiction books. Mm-hmm. I just cannot stay consistent with them. I think to me, the process of reading a book is too long of a process that it's like, I just like, I have a book that I'm halfway through and then it just sits on my nightstand for months, yeah. but yeah. I don't want to like, then I'm like, I don't want to get back into Go it. Go back into I'm, it. Yeah. I've stopped. Yeah. How do you, how do you stop that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have always loved to read and I can read very fast. So I do know that that's like a legit perk. I just, I don't know why I can do that, but I can. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I read fiction stories that kind of just like suck you into the story. I literally can't stop reading it. Mm -hmm. I read at night before bed. It's part of my like routine. So every night before I go to bed, I read because it kind of helps me turn my mind off. Stop thinking about everything. Yeah. I do the same thing you do though with nonfiction books. So I'll okay. start a book about, I don't know. Those know, are motivation. especially rough for me. Yeah. Well. And then I'm like, okay, I read three pages and I'm I'm yeah. not getting into it. So I can totally relate to that. Especially with like business books and stuff. I'm like, yes. okay, this is so boring. And the, I think the thing I hate about those, this is completely random, but it's like the whole freaking book just seems like a sales pitch for whatever it is that they're trying to do and i'm like this is not this is boring this is bad content marketing and it, it drives me nuts yeah when you're in the industry you're a lot <laughs> bigger about it i can see that yes so i think my answer would honestly be movies with the caveat of i do like fiction books but i would much rather just sit and watch eight yeah. hours of lord of the rings or something Ugh. than try to read the series you know do you know i've never seen lord of the rings okay <laughs> What? I like to throw that in there every now and then because people just lose their mind. Okay. I've actually seen like the first half of, I don't know, are there multiple ones? There are three. Okay. Yeah. Well, of like the main series. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the first half of one. I got bored. I'm sorry. So I didn't finish it. It, Okay. So the first one can be a little bit slow. I feel like once you've, it's almost like once you've gotten through the series and then you go and rewatch it, then the first one gets more exciting. It's weird. But okay. I do think they're a really good, like, I know they're a classic, well done yeah. story. I would love to read it someday. It's just yeah. hasn't been on the top of my priority list at this point. It is so good. I just rewatched it recently and it's just like, wow. I mean, yeah. just, it's so well done. It's Matt loves them. I mean, I've kind of sideways watched them while he's watched them, but not really picked up on it. So we do have the, 
you know, super fan in the house. It's just not me. Yeah. What's your favorite book? Oh, I have no idea. Really? No idea. A couple of that come to mind. I really love Kristen Hanna is a really good author. And she wrote a book called Nightingale. It's set in the like um, World War II time period. Hmm. Super powerful. I've never cried on a book like that one before. Like ugly cried. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. I don't know. There was another one called A Woman Is No Man that I read last year. Hmm. It was super interesting um, about like different cultures. And yeah, I cannot pick a favorite though, but I do yeah. keep track of them all on my Goodreads. So if you're listening and you like to read, come find me on Goodreads. Uh, I'm about to follow you. I didn't okay. know you did Yes. It's kind of a fun way to keep track. My sister and I are in a reading competition this year. So we're racing to see who can read the most books. So wow. that might be why I'm reading so many this year. Highly that competitive. Could be. Do you have a favorite movie? <laughs> The holiday and the really? intern. Those okay. two. I don't know if I've seen these. Oh Maybe my I goodness. Have. Maybe I have. I don't know. There's just I no, bet no you'll recognize them. You would like the intern. It's like about a startup business and like balancing your family and your career and you know all the things we do every day. It does sound familiar, but I can't like picture what it is. Anne Hathaway That's is the actress. Fight Club is my favorite book. I don't know if you have ever read it, book? but yeah, it's my favorite book. It's also oh, I didn't a really know good a movie. Book. Yeah, yeah, I've only heard of it as a movie. Interesting. I it sitting somewhere over here on my. <laughs> I had no idea that it was a book. Yeah, I'm it's so really, really impressed. Good book. Okay. Um, I don't know what my favorite movie would be. Yeah, like. that's a hard question. Yeah, I just like them. I just like stories. <laughs> All so. of them. It's true. Okay, so you know that was a a <laughs> solid length of a this or that, but. Um, to kind of move past that, we have something we want to talk about today. We do <laughs> more than just movies or books. <laughs> Although that may have been helpful to you. Like maybe you were inspired to start reading again. Yeah. And it's a great cozy winter, you know, pastime. That's true. As you're taking a break this holiday season, grab a nice book, get, get back into <laughs> the things that you love uh, to do. That's, that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Um, anyways, it is the holiday season. And, um, with that comes a lot of like, like routines are kind of like thrown out the window and, uh, life looks a little bit differently during this season. Um, business, like if you're running a business or an entrepreneur looks a lot different, um, in this season, not only because you're trying to take time off, but it's also when like, you're trying to do sales. If you Mm -hmm. like are, um, in a business that, you know, selling like smaller products or things like that, and it can just get crazy. And so today we want to talk about when life gets crazy, when life is inconsistent, uh, what do we do to kind of manage it all? Um, so Kelsey, just kind of for setup, how do you see this like usually play out or what are some things that like initially come to mind before we jump into a few points? Yeah. With what you're saying about the holidays, I was thinking the same thing. It's this weird like juxtaposition of, I want to like rest and take a break and be present, but it's, I mean, you know, business-wise quarter four is like crazy if you're trying to push anything or, you know, finish up your year. So it's just a weird balance. But in general, even outside the holidays, I think when you are building a brand or community and you're kind of the one in charge of it, especially if you're starting it up, Mm -hmm. um, but you also still have to like live your life. And so how do you balance those things? Because we all know life rarely goes according to plan. Totally. Um, so how do you, how do you stay consistent and, you know, show up for your business, but also show up for yourself and your family and hold all those things together without feeling like you're constantly dropping one. I feel like we've seen that just happen, even like separate from the holidays recently in both of our lives. <laughs> like yes. you recently moved houses and that, I mean, that takes up a lot of time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're packing and then 
you are like actually moving then you're unpacking and it's like you know this two week long kind of thing where you're yeah like in it and mm-hmm. it just it changes you know everything about how yeah. your your rhythms are and what that mm-hmm. looks like i know a couple of weeks ago um we had like a, two random days where like uh both daycares that our, our kids go to just decided to close or yeah. they like had you know they were sick or something mm-hmm. and uh so we had to keep the kids home and then uh, my wife had to kind of rearrange rearrange her work schedule and then we were like going back and forth on like who could work who was you know doing all this stuff and i was just like this is this is so crazy yes. yeah <laughs> not to so mention common. coming out of like the past two years for almost yeah. everybody has literally been like yeah you know inconsistent there has been nothing to really count on so all those factors yeah yeah. So, um, today we have honestly a pretty like, you know, easy, uh, list of things we want to uh, walk through. Um, but just a few things, especially if you know that you are approaching a season like we all are now, like with the holidays and things like that, uh, just a few things that you can kind of, uh, put into place today, um, and kind of prepare for, uh, as you are approaching those seasons. And even if you are just thrown into a season like that right now, as you're listening, um, a few things that you can kind of think through as well to just make it feel a little less crazy. So Kelsey, are you ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. I love this topic. Number one, uh, and this sounds oversimplified, but it is not, uh, is to make a plan. Um, and what does that uh, mean to you? Yeah. I think this one's especially helpful when you know you're coming into a season of inconsistency. I'm even remembering too, like when I knew I was going to have my kids, like, you know, you're going to have a baby, you're Mm going to take time off, or, you know, you're going on vacation or any of those things. Um, The more you're able to have a plan beforehand, then you can still work the plan um, while you're kind of a little bit more Mm -hmm. disconnected or checked out or, you know, off of your devices or whatever it is. Um, have, Have a plan for what you're going to talk about, what your content's going to be, even like when you're going to be working and when you're not, and yeah. you can just make yourself a little bit more of a realistic expectations for you, for your family, for your people mm-hmm. you work with, um, have map out your plan. And that way you can still work the plan while you're dealing with everything else that's going on around you. Totally. Yeah. I feel like it's a problem generally for a lot of business owners, especially if we're talking like entrepreneurs um, who are starting something new. Um, oftentimes, like a lot of us are wired to just kind of like jump around to what feels most pressing or like what fire is, you mm-hmm. know, needs to be put out. And we're just like, we get used to that just being the way that our day is rather than actually going into each day with a plan. I know like when you first came into the company in many ways, that's kind of how I was operating. I was just kind of like, all right, like, you know, trying to like keep everything afloat, but a lot yeah. of it was in my head. And one of the first things we did was make sure that we like had goals set for for us and our team, but also like started creating systems. Like everything mm-hmm. started going into uh, Asana, which is our project management system. And now it's like really really helpful because this week that we're recording, my wife and I are about to head to New York for a couple of days, yeah. which is going to be so fun. So and the fun. goal is to like not work, uh, you know, yeah. very much. And I'll I'll check yeah. email like a couple times and stuff like that, but. Um, it was really helpful because I was like, I need to get a little more work done the first three days of this week. So I had to sit down and just move, like I moved all my tasks around and I was like, what am I going to do Monday? What am I going to do Tuesday? What am I going to do Wednesday? 
so that I can, you know, check out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that is so helpful uh, to have a plan. I'm so proud. I think if you really want to get like nitty gritty for when I listen to podcasts, I'm like, okay, but like, tell me exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're specifically listening to this because you're thinking about your content or, you know, what kind of things you're going to put out to the world, make like pull out a calendar and write out what are the blog posts that you're going to do this month while you're gone? Or what are the social posts you want to do? What are the emails you need to send? Mm -hmm. And you can even work on those ahead of time and have them ready to go. Um, just very practically speaking before a season of going on vacation, like you're talking about, or having a baby or knowing that you're not going to have childcare that week, you can make a plan on paper and make it happen. Totally. And I think it's even like worth saying, like you can have a different plan for seasons that are crazy than the, you know, normal plan that you have. Cause you might have a a system like with, I want to post this many times a week on social media and you know maybe you've been super consistent with it but approaching the holidays you might need to you know look at your calendar and be like okay i'm going to switch and like my new plan for the next 3 weeks is going to be to post two times a week instead mm-hmm. um and that's the rhythm you try to stick with uh through the holiday yeah. season rather than just getting frustrated with you know having yeah. to always having that like looming over your head yeah your lack of capacity and then jumping totally. back into yeah the old one mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know i love a good plan it, it it really is so helpful, but it's crazy how many business owners, entrepreneurs, just leaders in general operate without a plan. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. You have to like make yourself be inspired and, you know, give yourself yeah. those deadlines. That is a good thing. It doesn't mean you're, you know, not as creative. It just, yeah. you're working a plan and you're setting yourself up to succeed. I think it's even harder if you don't have a team who like, is working with you because you have like less pressure to there's nobody to be like, why don't we have a plan? It's literally just you. And so even if you are solo, like you still need one uh, because you are protecting your stress, you're protecting your time. um, And it just really helps you to kind of be intentional about how each day um, is kind of uh, structured. So you're navigating the different things happening. Mm, Well said. The second thing uh, we want to talk about and you actually just talked about this on a recent podcast you were on, uh, that is to be flexible with your systems. What's Mm. that look like? (laughs) I'm so much better at telling people about it than actually doing it. (laughs) We're all learning. We're all on a journey, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. You just are going to stress yourself out so much if you stay super rigid. You can have rhythms throughout your day and things that you know you need to do or that you want to spend time in, but it's okay if those things happen out of order or if you let something Mm -hmm. go for a day and come back to it. Um, That's why I love the word rhythm instead of even routine. You know, routine, a lot of times you think of it happening like the same exact way at the same exact time every day where rhythm is just kind of a general plan of what you're going to do. And then you can work your way through it in a way that fits Mm -hmm. your day and your speed and what's happening around you. And you can do the exact same thing with your content and with your business. Yeah. I, it's like giving yourself space to be human. I feel like we talk about that mm. a lot as well, but um, I I think that that is so valuable. Just like giving yourself the space to have things go wrong is just so important. Yes. Like that's one of the shifts I made too, just in like implementing business hours generally for myself mm. yeah. for when I work. And sometimes like there are times in both directions where I'm like, actually, we have a pretty crazy project. So like, I need to kind of change some things around and I'm going to have to work tonight to kind of finish this up, mm-hmm. finish this up. 
and like I'm switch my day around to make that work. But there's other times where I just have to be like, unfortunately, I did not do what I thought I was going to do, but I really don't have the capacity to like keep yeah. going. Like I need to chill uh, tonight mm-hmm. with my family and like giving myself the space to do that and to shift things around is so valuable. Um, and is I feel like it's how you avoid burnout. Uh, yes, for sure. I think if you combine those first two points we just made, have a plan and be flexible, mm-hmm. that's where you kind of have the sweet spot of like, yeah. for example, I have a plan for myself that every single night before I go to bed, I will not go to bed until I know whatever content is going out for all of our clients the next day is ready to go. Hmm. Because I know in the morning, I can't be flexible with my system and with my family and with what I need to do. If, you if there's something that. like yeah. burning down, you know, like breathing down my neck that I have to get it done. Mm-hmm. So just kind of look at those sticking points where you start to notice yourself getting stressed or not being able to be, to be flexible and mm-hmm. then make a plan to mitigate those. And that has made a huge difference. Yeah. I think too, a thing is if you find yourself consistently not able to be flexible, like that could even be a red, a red flag of having like too much you know, you're trying to Mm -hmm. do too much in a certain day. Um, Like for a while, we had just a ton of uh, content that we would put out on Mondays and Tuesdays. And so it was always just like, Monday was just crazy. Like it was like the worst day ever. Yeah. Uh, And so, but I got to a place where I was like, okay, hold up. This is like consistently crazy. Mm -hmm. So like, what are some, you know, how do I need to shift some things around to make this uh, less crazy. And so yeah. I've kind of like each week is a little bit different, but I'll either on Friday try to like, you know, do a little bit like one extra thing, or I've started just to do like some of our small kind of like, you know, administrative tasks Sunday night after the mm-hmm. kids go to bed, just yeah. to kind of prep for the week. And mm-hmm. it's been like really helpful. Like it has just reduced stress and all of that stuff to just kind of be flexible with what that looks like. Okay. We're going to wrap it up with our third point. And this one is my favorite. Not it is my I'm, favorite too. It, yeah. When all else fails, err on the side of taking care of yourself and your family. We can talk about rhythms and routines and systems and plans all day. And we all know they're still all going to fall apart at some point. Mm-hmm. And so if you really find yourself in the middle of complete chaos or just something isn't working that day, don't spend the time trying to like force that last email out or, you know, write that post, even though your kid is literally like crying on the floor next to you. Not that I'm speaking from experience at all. Um, Just, (laughs) yeah, seriously, just don't like, just step away, take care of yourself, take care of your family, be a human. We talk about this a lot too, but it really doesn't matter if you have a certain post or a certain piece of content that goes out at this exact same time or this, you know, whatever the plan you made just stay consistent in showing up how you are able to. And mm-hmm. that is going to communicate so many more things to your audience than, you know, that you died on the hill trying to get this one piece of content out. This is not worth it. Totally. Yeah. And it ends up, I mean, really, when we try to do that, like it ends up being slightly like less quality content anyways, because we're, we're trying to just like rush it. We're trying to just get something out. Yeah. And, you know, not that we have to like spend crazy time on, you know, every single post. We don't, and we talk about that a lot. But mm-hmm. um, it, you know, you are kind of your brain is in like six different places at once uh, when you're trying to, you know, push something out, yeah. and it's it really just is not worth it. Um, that's one of our values, just as a company generally, is family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one of the phrases that we consistently say is that we never apologize for putting our family first, um, and especially like 
during seasons like this, that is consistently uh, true. Like there's going to be times where you're just like, Hey, couldn't do that. Here's like, here's the updated plan again, back to our first one. Like I'm planning to get this post out tomorrow instead Mm -hmm. of uh, today. Even if you're just telling yourself that, or it's just like, I, you know, need to shift some expectations around, but even just saying like, what's most important right now is, Mm -hmm. you know, myself and my family uh, and just focusing on that. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. that is what is going to last much longer uh, than your business, your uh, job, you know, all of those things uh, that is top priority. Yeah, so true. And that doesn't mean that when you do that, you're completing, you know, a less than quality task or that you're lowering the quality of your business. More than Mm -hmm. likely, you've already had a plan in place where you took care of the super urgent things, Yeah, but give yourself the space to be human on those other things that maybe just are not going to add up to mean that much more than taking care of yourself and your family. Mm -hmm. So Kelsey, I'm going to put you on the spot uh, here per usual. I'm getting Um, used to this. But as we are just, you know, approaching uh, holidays and all of this stuff that we've been talking about, uh, what is just kind of one last word of uh, encouragement you would like to leave everyone with? Yeah. Great question. I think just take the time to think about it as a yeah. business owner or, you know, a go-getter, you always are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think about that, but I just got to get this last thing done. Yeah, Put it down, take a minute to think about it, make yeah. a plan so that you can be present this season with your people and it will pay off so much for you. It, yeah. Really, really well. I'll add in one more thing here is just that um, this is something we've already been kind of doing for ourselves too, because we have intentionally set aside two weeks um, from here to the end of the year that we will be closed. Um, And that's just to give ourselves space to like, just rejuvenate and just kind of like, you know, spend time with our family and all of that stuff. And we've had to be super intentional. Like we've had, you and I have had conversations where it's like, okay, uh, you know, we're going to be closed during this time where we usually get this task done or we send out content calendars for the next month. Where, how are we going to do that? And we're kind Mm -hmm. of updating our plan. We've shared uh, that information with our clients and we're, Uh, connecting with them. And it is just so, so helpful to just think through uh, this because now we're going into, you know, those weeks might be a little bit crazy beforehand, um, but we know like, we're like, this is how we're going to get it done. And once we hit those days, we're, we're done. Like we're, you know, whatever got done. done. A prize coming. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it's going to be awesome. So, yeah, I know that we also work for ourselves, you know, so it's easy for us to say these things, but even if you're listening and you work in a a culture or a company where maybe you don't get to make those decisions, it's worth thinking through even how you can make this work for you. I think more and more of us, you know, that I think the tide is changing a little bit that we are starting to value being present and taking care of ourselves and our mental health and our physical health. And yeah. I think the more of us that kind of stand up and say, this is important. I really do think we're seeing a lot of culture shift just mm-hmm. in big and small businesses around this topic. And I think it's really important. Well, there we have it. I thought that was a fun one. So uh, thank you guys uh, for listening to this one. We are cheering you all on um, this holiday season and uh, our wishing you just the best with your business, um, but also just wishing you some good times with uh, your family as well. So thank you for listening. Our next episode is going to be a super short one. And so it'll be uh, go out the week of Thanksgiving and we hope it's also an encouragement. Um, So tune in for that one as well. And we'll see you back here very soon. Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. 
We share an episode every other week, so make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social, so come hang out on Instagram at austinsavage.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.